Good afternoon. This is Bill Young, and welcome to Prayer and Lunks Podcast. Today is Thursday, July 12th. And a lot of interesting things have been happening to me. And that uh, cloth from our third annual congress uh, about three or four weeks ago uh, that was touched on the heart of our saint, Saint Father Peel. And um, I told you originally what happened when I put my hand uh, picking up the cloth where I found this warmth and this heat. But now I'm finding out I am not the only one. But before I get into that, the most important part of it is the reading of the gospel that came to my mind of the woman in the crowd who touched Jesus' cloak. And he turned around uh, stating that uh, his power went out of him. But the most important part, he told this woman, he saw this woman shaking and she admitted that she did it, that it was her faith that healed her. And then uh, a couple of Sundays ago, uh, the gospel reading, or even the last, last gospel reading, I apologize, was when Jesus was in his hometown. And well, basically he said that he could not perform many miracles because of the lack of faith in his hometown. So faith has everything to do with it. Faith will help us survive to the next level, to our Lord. And he uses instruments to us to build our faith. As I stated, it was uh, I was taking a class for uh, Retrovite this uh, past uh, uh, Sunday, and the uh, instructors was a husband and wife, and I gave this class uh, during one of our breaks to uh, talk to him about it, to hold it, and it was in a plastic bag, and he could feel the warmth through the plastic bag. So I uh, uh, passed it around to uh, all the couples that were at uh, uh, the class that day, I believe it was uh, three other couples, or four other couples uh, total. And um, and I thought that was amazing. And then, this, I had a doctor's appointment uh, um, this past week, uh, yesterday, actually yesterday, and uh, the doctor who also, he's, he's He's a uh, Catholic, and he grew up in the Bronx, and he went to St. John's uh, University, and uh, he told me the story how at his uh, uh, final commencement, uh, when he was graduating, there was uh, Mother, St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta was giving their presentations. I thought that was interesting. But so we get the faith. He felt it too. So what does it mean? It just means our Lord wants us to have faith. He, this, there's a whole reason with this, his faith. And that, uh, from my little book I'm reading from The Magnificent, 
and um, it has uh, by a, a layperson in, uh, from France, uh, Vulnerable uh, Madeline. And I'm going to read it to you uh, a little bit later. It's called The Lack of Faith. So it all applies and it goes. And uh, I apologize for some of the words. I guess her French uh, translation into English was a little, uh, a little I was messy, but it was not understandable to me. So I tried to look up some of these words, and they were French words. So, so my lack of uh, French may come into it. But if you do have this book, in the July book, it's going to be page 114 through 116. So it's, and I hate reading it to you online, but the, you know, uh, that's the only way I can get to it. Now, let's do something a little bit today first, which is a, a prayer. Let's do an opening prayer. And it's Psalms 43, and it says here, Hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts. Through the Holy Spirit, Romans 5 5. And it states here, this is going to do this prayer, you can do it in the evening, with our strength is worn low by the day behind us, and the darkness of night awaits us. It is easy to grow downcast. Let us put our hope in Christ, our Savior, our strength, and our joy. And that's so important. I think all of us, you know, we get doubts, especially the evening when. You have a long day, and uh, maybe uh, what you were hoping people would uh, understand did not did not try. Maybe uh, you know it's a lot of things that go on. Right, we all have our struggles. So let's see at our home, as the, the son of the gospel said, our home is is people know us back back in the day. It, it's funny because even my sisters, uh, my middle name is Bobby Robert. And they still call me by that. So sometimes I act like the younger baby brother when I'm with them. And that was maybe the last time I saw them. I was uh, you know, in my uh, late 50s, uh, early 60s. So it's, it's how we act in our home. And it has those people who may be the closest to you and close to me do not have the same faith. And Jesus, even Jesus, the Son of God, had the same problems. See, he was a little faith. His hometown, they didn't believe. And he couldn't do anything. He couldn't perform miracles. Uh, he said he cured some sick, but uh, that was all he could do. And um, to me, I think curing sick is something great, so I don't, I don't want to put it down. <laughs> but uh, so this shows you. You know, we all have our struggles, our family members, wives, spouses, children, all of them, <laughs> all of the above. So that's why we must stick together. Those who are, uh, who are very close and good from uh, whatever, wherever you could get, church group, Legion of Mary, um, anything, any kind of group that, that are already there. You have to stick together because everyone else in society is going to uh, mess with your mind. And that is not going to be supportive to you. So uh, let me read this uh, Psalms 43. 
Defend me, O God, and plead my cause against a godless nation from deceitful and cunning men. Rescue me, O God, since you, O God, are my stronghold. Why have you rejected me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? O oh, send forth your light and your truth. Let these be my guide. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. And I will come to the altar of God, the God of my joy, my Redeemer. I will thank you on the harp, O God, my God. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God, I will praise him still. My Savior, my God, glory to the Father. Amen. And um, this will let you stay made for. And so let's go into that. Uh, we're going to go back to Sunday. And that was, if you were reading from that book, if you have that. It was uh, let's go uh, to back to uh, page one fourteen, and uh, it's that day's day by day. Uh, it's called the lack of faith, which this is the most important part. Is the faith not that God could perform miracles? God could perform miracles. There's no doubt about that. But for those who want those miracles to attain, they they one number one ingredient. They have to have faith. It cannot work unless you have faith. And of course, number two, it has to be the will of God for it to occur. He, he's not going to do something that uh, is against his, his principles or his commandments for sure. He's not going to give us lotto numbers and win the lottery or win some money or some other things that we, you know, that as humans that we are weak and frail. And so this late person was back in 1964, the Vernable uh, Madeline. And I'm not going to attempt to uh, uh, Debra, her last name. I'm not quite sure about the, the pronunciation. And uh, she was a French laywoman, a writer, and a mystic, devoted to caring to the poor and evangelizing. But it's funny, she grew up in an atheist family. And for her to turn around like this in her family, that alone is a miracle. So let's, let's read this, and I apologize for me reading it from a book. But it's a little, it's a little lengthy. The Lack of Faith. To be com contemporaries in our age is somewhat like being compatriots. We are thus, and sometimes even writing, even without knowing it, formed into a people with shared maternity and identical stability, common desires and fears. We tend to become 
contemporary citizens of a country that no longer has its roots in any particular land. Now, we notice a certain absence of faith in this film of our time, of our age. The storyline does not, in the least, seem determined by faith. Faith is, as it were, crowded out by everything that's going on. My goals, my desires, for which faith does not seem needed. It seems to be too much in the way to take part in the actions. It is tempted to slink off into the margins to leave of our aids to withdraw. But it gets worse. Some of the most modern millers have a reputation of being harmful to the faith, of being intolerable to it. This reputation did not come about for nothing. It has the same, or has some, foundation in facts, which says the millers, many Christians live, lives grow thin and get wrapped up or crumbled altogether. However, whatever we are talking about weaving attitudes and actual deteriorations and breakdowns, it is worth pointing out that it is not the fault of faith, but the fault of what Christians sometimes call faith. It is, in fact, mere representation of the faith becomes a bridge deformed and deprived certain essential elements or else representation of faith which is weighed down, encumbered and altered with elements what do not belong to it. Mentally pr principles and goals are more or less foreign to it in most cases, what is at fault is faith that strives primarily to maintain, to preserve itself, to progress, forget its own effort and present and functionality. Genuine faith holds firm. It would be absurd to think that faith could not survive precisely in those millers for which it was made. It would be absurd to think that the Christians as incapable of doomed to lose his faith in Millis, which faith has not been proclaimed. If we are so partial and practical as postulates, it is because we tend to be people who forgot Whatever we discovered or recovered, one aspect of faith allows ourselves to become fascinated by it. We're constantly tempted at the same time to lose interest in another truth, which we quickly ended up forgetting altogether. All of a sudden, we remember that faith exists in age, for an age. And at the very moment, we are tempted to, 
temporize or neutralize it, all of a sudden we are awestruck by a glimpse of eternal favor affords us and we begin to think we can best be fully and being immobile. Faithful by being immobile. But if God is immobile, standing still is not the way to image Him. Genuine faith is wholly made to guide us in time towards eternal life to make us live eternal life already in time. Nevertheless, genuine naked faith never finds a comfortable welcome in time. Faith is beset by the questions of age. It is sometimes questioned by age and is often called into question by the age. And the rule of the game is the law of redemption. But if we take our faith as sufficient for us, we do not add anything to it or take it away from it. We will be able to question and call the questions alone with it. But faith will give us life, will tell us how to act, what to say, what matter of sort aids we live in, even in the age of our present age. Amen to that, vulnerable Madeline. And uh, it's such a great way to know how much important our faith. Remember what our Lord said, if we had a faith of a mustard seed, we can move a mountain. That, that's, that's an awe moment for sure. So the Lord Jesus, through your Holy Spirit, may we become faithful. May we believe totally into you. Totally. Through the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And God bless you all. And thank you for listening to this uh, podcast on faith. We could always use a little more faith.